Yo, yo, what up? This is my name is Jump. Hey, I'm Dylan Bell with Low Files Media. This is OBG. This is La Sparka. This is Natty Snaps. Hi, I'm Boogie. And I'm Tazilla. We're West, West Coast Dreams. You're listening to BC. BC. BC Underground Hip Hop Podcast. BC Underground Hip Hop. You listen to BC Underground Hip Hop Podcast. Love for us all day, motherfucker. BC Underground Hip Hop. Get it because you need it. Watching this, y'all are my people. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Little Bucket. We are back with the BC Underground Hip Hop Podcast. Today, I got my te- my uh, <laughs> guest, TRLG. She's a local rapper from the island. Just killing yo, yo. You can introduce yourself. I go by TRLG. That's essentially trilogy without uh, the vowels or the Y. When going on Spotify, I learned I had to just kind of simplify things. So with TRLG, those are my initials. I'm from a small town in uh, Ontario, and I'm living out here in the beautiful BC now. And, uh, you know, once you go west, you don't really go back. No, the west is the best. It's the west side. Yeah, it is the west side, man. And I, uh, it's funny, back in the day, I used to, I've been writing music since like 2011. I will, I'd say more like t- 2010, but uh, God, it was so awful, but that's okay. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I used to write about like, you know, moving to just being in BC back then. So I guess I kind of always kind of painted that forward. You spoke it into fruition. Yeah, that's it. Where do these people get at you on social media? Uh, Everywhere at TRLG Music. Fire. I love it when people just make it all one on all the platforms. It's the way to go. Yeah, for real. So uh, why don't you describe your style to me? Let me know Uh, what TRLG Trilogy is all about. Yeah, so you know what I I fell in love with hip hop, of course, just because it's like it's so raw, it's just a, a natural expression. And honestly, I I never really enjoyed talking to people about what's going on in my life. So for writing it, it just makes it so much easier. So a lot of my my music is like actually pretty deeply rooted to personal experiences in my life. People can say what they want, that's cool. And uh, you know, um yeah, that's pretty much it. But like, honestly, in more recent writing, like just working on my craft, I find that if trying, I'm trying to kind of stretch away from being so real all the time, because like, you know, there comes a point if, if you're so real all the time, people don't really see another side of you. And I, I just need to kind of re- recreate that. So yeah, they um, stop listening to your message. They listen to a little bit more of they stop listening to you because all you have is just messages, messages, nothing really to just bounce to. Yeah, and you need something else to digest too, right? Definitely. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, just I find I've, I've been mostly deeply rooted to, to personal experiences, but uh, I really enjoy just, just wordplay, working on uh, my craft, and just really just getting better, hopefully, each day. Yeah, I can really tell that with your music. Uh, could you d- describe the sound of your of your music? Are you like a boom bap rapper or? Yeah, like a grungy kind of boom bap. Definitely more old school '90s, but uh, touching into some more newer styles as I as I kind of go ahead. Now, not going like full full head into that because boom bap boom bap I think is kind of who I am as an artist. Right, right, yeah, big time. So, wh- where do you build your influences? Ah, oh, build my influences. I mean, you know, in more recent events, I listen to my music a lot. So I kind of just am trying to figure out like where I want to be. And, and because I do miss, listen to my music 
so much, maybe just more lately. I feel like I have just in the past couple of years in general, but um, you know, just trying to just grow on that. But other than myself, uh, you know, I've always loved um, Mac Miller, like in, in high school when he came out, that was pretty fresh and, and just how, how he just evolved as an artist, you know, rest in peace. Oh yeah. He's so dope. And um, most dope, I should say. But, uh, you know, back in the day, I have an older brother, so I kind of steal his music. And I, I still have the cassette tape of uh, the Slim Shady LP. I was seven years old at the time, right? It was 1999. And uh, I, I was just jamming that shit. And I don't know, I have like, people want to just generalize it, I guess, daddy issues. So I, I kind of, you know, got into where he had his issues with his mother. So uh, I definitely, yeah, as cliche as it is, vibed with Eminem, but as I moved forward, you know, got into Missy Elliott when I was young, and it was so funny. You know that dancer that used to rock with Missy Elliott, the little uh, girl in, like, all her videos? Yeah, I think so. Back in the day, everybody used to, literally, I had so many random people come up to me thinking that I was her. That's and, so funny. Uh, yeah, now I'm just on the other side of it. I, I can't dance at all, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I, just like the real artists, I really love Rhymesayers as a label in itself. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Rhymesayers, are, they're balling. So you're, uh, you said you're from Ontario. What's your hometown? My hometown is uh, a small place of Belleville. Belleville. How, did you start rapping there? Like, did yeah, you that's right. There? Yeah, I, I uh, used to do a lot of shows there. I mean, that's my hometown. So that's How's like your hometown of- reception? Uh, well, it was really good when I was there. Uh, I mean, it's actually really funny. I had a, a, f- a friend reach out to me that I've known for a really long time. And she said, uh, you know, Taylor, I used to talk a lot of shit about you and your music. But like now I kind of wish that I didn't. So, you know, I think there comes a time when you think that people might support you, but they don't always. Uh because I, I wouldn't have got that perception that she was probably talking shit about me. But I found it sure. funny that she came out and said that. Yeah, that's it's interesting for sure. Yeah, but like all my show turnouts were really nice back home, and I'm sure if I put on a show back home, I'd, I'd have a really good turnout. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, there were bunch. There's a bunch of people. Where I'd be like walking, you know, into the mall, and people, young kids would be saying like, "Oh my god, that's trilogy." I actually was Swick at the time, uh, but uh, yeah, and it was kind of like surreal in a sense. But I'm like, oh, it's just a small place, you know? Yeah, and then okay. you kind of like now I'm in BC. It's not the same at all. How is your BC reception? Actually, I find it's going really well. Like a lot of people are listening to my music that uh, probably wouldn't have before. I mean, that was, I left uh, Belleville back in uh, 2014. I went to Toronto for uh, college. I actually took independent music production, studied that, but it was actually probably the toughest year of my existence. So uh, I didn't do so well in the course. I kind of just coasted by and I was a little intoxicated the entire time. So that happens. I, say I retained all of the information that I would have liked to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, right? Oh, yeah, it is. So you're, uh, you're living on the island, eh? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, actually more specifically in Langford. That's not bad. That's a pretty nice area. It's okay. They're building it up pretty quick. Have you done uh, any shows on the island yet? Yeah, I've done uh, three or four, I think. Um, there was another one they wanted me to get on for September uh, 1st for opening for Evil Ebenezer. And I hate to even mention this, but, you know, like, it's it's tough for, because I'm not from here, like, selling tickets. I don't really want to just harass all my friends. Like, 
don't know. So I, I guess I, I did like four, three or four shows, like I said, and, you know, I, I wasn't able to bring out a lot of people. So I kind of feel like I don't really have a place performing right now because they want you to bring out people. That's actually an interesting topic I, I'd like to touch on. Uh, it's been a, an issue going around in the hip hop scene lately where, you know, a lot of openers, they don't want to sell tickets or they don't feel like they should be held responsible for the ticket sales. Quote I on. mean, I don't even know if it's so much like that from, well, like from my own perspective, I feel like, you know, if I'm going to perform, you're damn right that I'm going to bring out as many as people as I can, like not only to support myself, but to join into the show. Right. And, right. uh, it's just like, but as soon as you have the pressure of, of tickets and the, you know, the hand minimum you're, sales, right. And you're thinking, God, I'm, I'm writing. And if you have to write on a list, how many people you might be able to sell those tickets to, you probably shouldn't be selling tickets. Yeah. See, my thing is when I, from my experience, uh, I, I did shows for two years in Kamloops in the interior. Yeah. And whenever we had a situation where we had a minimum ticket sales and we didn't meet that within at least a week or two weeks out of the show, my partner and I would pay for the tickets and then we would throw all kinds of contests on our social media, get people more interested. And we end, ended up one time we sold like double the amount of tickets that we had by right? just and buying that's when 10. It's good. And I always try to use that example for people just to say, Hey, maybe if you're close enough to selling 25, buy a couple and raffle them out. Though their friends for will be like, sure. Oh, you, you got free tickets. I'll buy one. And then right? they come to you for that. It, it's it's a snowball effect. Yeah. Build, build the desire, right? Yeah, totally. So I had a show like that, actually. It's, it's really funny because I know there's a lot of controversial with uh, this artist, but I opened for Mad Child in um, Belleville back in 2013 uh, for his Lawnmower Man album. Okay. And uh, same thing. I sold well over double the tickets that I was given. Like, uh, you know, you go back and ask for more. And, of course. You no, know, I made like $300 off that show from selling tickets. Of course. Yeah. That's how it works. And yeah, so like if you are able to, it's amazing, right? There's nothing wrong with the hustle of selling tickets. But I think if you don't have the market to, you know, sell those tickets, maybe you should put your focus somewhere else. Definitely. If you can't even move 10, don't, don't take the sales. No. So you... Yeah, so uh, I was just going to say, like you mentioned my, my kind of hometown market when I was still there, like it was good because I was actually really consistent with my music. And I took a few years off more recently, but back at that time, um, you know, like uh, style and flow entertainment, they put on the shows there. Uh, that's oh, like it wasn't where it's at, eh? the squad. And yeah, that's right. And uh, they're really legit. You know, like if you're a more kind of established artist in the area, they pay you for your time on top of me. Like, they don't even give you tickets necessarily to sell, although they do if you if you want to. Nice. You know what I mean? But like if you're going to just draw people to the door and they know that you are, like by the time valuable. you're walking off the stage, they're handing you money. Nice. Yeah, that's very valuable. It is. And it makes you feel good. Like it's like, yeah, I do work for this. Thank you. Beautiful. Right? <laughs> uh, How do you like living on the island? Uh, it's, it's a, a change. I was living downtown Toronto before I moved here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quite and a difference. quite a difference. I can't walk any, well, like I can walk of course, but like <laughs> you can't really just walk to where you want to go. You know it what I mean? An hour. 
yeah, you kind of have to, well, at least you kind of got to jump in a car to go anywhere that you want. So the, the mobility is different. Um, and just being secluded on an island is different. You know, I can't just, it's, it's hard to pick up opportunities in Vancouver and I'd love to pick up more, but it's so expensive. I actually saw Skinny Buff just post, posted a, a video of um, how much he's invested into just traveling for shows because he lives on an island. And right. yeah, it's so tough. Well, uh, how often do you even catch the ferry to come to the main, the mainland? Uh, well, if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm self-employed. So the amount of time that I put into my business is the amount of money that I kind of make. And at of one point I was doing pretty well and I was spending, I came over uh, every other month or so. Okay. Give or take. But now like maybe I went like once last year and once this year. Wow. So or no, down quite a bit. Two or three times this year, but twice was for business, so it was not music related. Yeah, I saw T- I saw Tay uh, Nichols though. That's good. That's good. Shout out her. Have you so have <laughs> you got to do any shows in the mainland scene? Uh, yeah, I did one at um at uh, the cannabis lounge there. Sick. Who'd you open for? Uh, that was a Prada West Day, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah Prada's, that's right. Prada's been in the scene, killing it forever. Yeah, I know. I've, I was. I remember looking up his stuff way back in the day. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think of the island scene versus the mainland scene? Would you rather work out here more, or do you think you're going to build your name on the island? What do you see? Uh, I think that like I, I find that I've had a decent reception here on the island, which is great. Honestly, I'm a little routed uh, here, just rooted here, just for work with what I do. Don't even want to talk about what I do. What I do is of course. Music, let's just say that, right? Um, but uh yeah no i you know victoria's it's nice like if you and i think it just comes down to for me right now i'm focusing on on an album i'm going to be a, a paper route my lp and so i'm focusing on that release i really could and should be doing shows but we just had that discussion that's kind right. of my stance on it right now so i feel like for the people who are able to sell tickets and stuff it's great like because it is victoria of you know vancouver island it's it's kind of the hub of the whole it's, place here yeah and Nanaimo and victoria are pretty much the main hip-hop places out there that's right and people will travel for a show you know big acts do come through here and yeah i think it's decent it, it's not terrible there's definitely a lot more people and rappers here than there were where i'm from okay yeah let's talk about your video drop nothing yeah yeah you just dropped it four days ago how are you feeling about the reception so far you've got about 300 views on it yeah that's right just past 350 i think i might is have this the only place you morning. uploaded the video is on youtube uh, yeah just on youtube right now because i don't necessarily know how the uh spotify thing works if i drop a single and then i drop my album with the single so I just wanted to hold off for the actual release and just kind of push the video for now. Now, to tell you the truth, I've kind of just been in catch-up mode for a couple of other things. So I haven't really pl- 